You're listening to Misunderstood Podcast, where we are setting the record straight on all things misunderstood. I'm your host, Kelly Hall Sabraki, pageant runner-up, model, speaker, wife, and U.S. Navy Lieutenant. I may have never won a Miss USA title, but I am the queen of being misunderstood. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Misunderstood. This is your host, Kelly Sabraki, and I have special guest Austin Sabraki on the podcast today. We are reflecting on 2022, and I wanted to do like a year in review kind of thing, but then I think after we talked a lot, we were like, well, the biggest thing that happened in 2022 was. The wedding back in April. Yeah, the wedding back in April. We did a pre-wedding podcast and we never did a post-wedding podcast because even though our wedding happened, life was still super busy after. So this is kind of like our post-wedding podcast in review. Initial thoughts, Austin, what are like three words that come to mind to describe the wedding? Three words to describe the wedding. A blast. I guess it's two. Blast. Biggest moment in our life. That was not one word. <laughs> that was not one word. Not memorable. <laughs> memorable. And exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. I'd say that's what I would say, like, now that it's done. Leading up to it, it was definitely, like, stressful and frustrating, and there was a lot going into it. But take it off. I don't know if you guys listened to pre-wedding podcast back in April, but we kicked it off with a song. I told Austin, I said, Pick a song that's going to describe the wedding, and you picked Levels because that's an absolute banger and our favorite song in the world. So, Austin, what song? <laughs> I told him to cue up a song for us here today. What song would you pick to describe our wedding back in April? <laughs> One more time? Yeah, even though we're not going to do it again, but... <laughs> I was like, wait, is there a subtle meeting behind this? <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. The intro's a little long, forgot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So one more time, even though we're not doing it one more time. Did we play that song at our wedding? I don't even remember. Nope. <laughs> no, I don't think we did. Maybe we played it on the bus. I don't know. But so I kind of stopped posting about the wedding back in July, I think it was, because I think like at first there's all this content you want to share from the wedding, but you have to do it pretty quickly or else followers like friends and family care, but like followers don't care. They want to see it all initially and they're kind of like, all right, like what's the next thing? So I did like a wedding Wednesday to recap some of the cool things that we did, but just... To begin with, Austin, why don't you give the audience quick snapshot of like what happened that weekend? So on Friday, what did we do? Quick snapshot. All right. Friday. Well, we got into Columbus. We had some family time Thursday. Yeah. So that was good. And friend time. And I did a spray tan night, which was super fun. I hosted a spray tan night with all the girls. So I had like 12 women come and get spray tans. Super fun. Continue. Yep. Different night for me. And then Friday, we had the welcome party, rehearsal, and dinner, and welcome party. Rehearsal, dinner, and welcome party. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which was super fun. Love that. Uh, Rehearsal was just intimately like 25 of us, wedding party and and parents. And then welcome party was everyone, which was super cool. Rehearsal dinner. We had the rehearsal dinner at the Italian spot. I literally just said that. Yeah. And then welcome party. And what did you like about the welcome party? Best part. Well, one, I think you get to see everybody, which is and everybody's, you know, it's just like an event that everybody can come to on a Friday. So they don't have to do their own thing. You get to see everybody. Plus, you get to talk to everybody because the wedding day is so crazy. So you get to actually talk to everybody who comes and not be stressed about wedding. You and I, I don't think talk to each other. We kind of had like a plan of action, if you will, because my goal in life was it's typically what hap- what happens when we go to social events. We split up. We split up and we don't talk to each other. So typically because Austin and I are both very social, we'll go to a 
event and then we'll say hello and then we part ways for like three hours and then you like wave across the bar at me you're like hi Mm -hmm. yeah definitely well if we're with our friends a lot of times it's just it's like a grade school dance where the guys and the girls are hanging out yeah the guys don't want to like kick it with the girls which is funny because they're all married to us but you did this when we were just dating too so i don't really get that but anyways (laughs) this is what we were trying to avoid at the wedding literally for a year and a half i was masterfully planning how do i actually get to spend time with my husband on my wedding day and we came up with this welcome party idea because we'd seen it before so our plan of action on Friday was to really target as many people as possible, even separately. So that way, the day of the wedding, we could hang out together and feel like less stressed. Yeah, definitely. What else happened on the fr- on Friday night? Friday night. Tell the audience what happened on Friday night after the welcome party. What do you mean? Which part? The part where everyone went out for bottle service. Oh, yeah. And then Kelly didn't let me go. I'm not going to let you go to bottle service the night before the wedding. Literally, the grooms went went out and got bottle service. And you looked at me like a sad puppy dog in the car. You're like, oh, can I go? And I was like, no, you can't go. I feel like a lot of people are going to back me up here. Like, that's a horrible plan to go to get bottle service the night before your wedding. I would have been in great shape the next morning. Everything would have worked out. That's an absolute lie. You get hangovers too. Not as bad as me, but you would have been so hungover and I would have been so mad at you. Maybe. But the good news is, in hindsight, it all worked out and I I probably shouldn't have went to bottle service. So Exactly. I know what's best for you. Even though the groomsmen, I I slept with Jackie that night because obviously Ben left for bride and uh, groom to sleep together the night before the wedding. I slept in bed with Jackie that night. I couldn't sleep at all, but at like two in the morning, your groomsmen sent me a picture of bottle service being served and this giant light up sign said, Sten to win because that's what all your boys call you they all call you Stin, short for austin and i just turned to jackie and i was like you've got to be kidding me like half my groomsmen are gonna be so hungover tomorrow and i'm gonna be i like i was like i can't even can't even worry about it like you just get to a point where you like can't worry about it anymore they showed up they recovered like champs it all worked out at matt roadie if you're listening to this i know this was all you it's okay. I still love you. It was Paul. Mm-hmm. He spearheaded it. Paul, I'm coming for you. This whole time I thought it was Matt. They're all just mischievous little men. I'm on to you. Well, luckily, I hope I don't ever have to do this ever again in my life. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Paul gave a speech to get everybody amped up about No, Bowser. he didn't. What? <laughs> he just gave a speech. What was his speech? I don't remember. But okay, he gave give a... me like some sort of snippet of the speech. I don't know. It was just like... Once in a lifetime opportunity or something. You remember. You're looking at me right now like you remember. No. You know, ah, dang it. This is, he, these are things I didn't know. He gave an amped up speech to, for all the men to go get bottle service. These boys, they are just the enemy when it comes to anything formal. I know that they're going to be up to something. Brides, watch your backs. Before wedding night. Groomsmen are dangerous. Um, so anyways, we'll get into Saturday Real quick, if you guys listen to really any of my my wedding podcasts beforehand, you know that we did our wedding in Columbus. It was very sentimental to us. In April, we were blessed with an 83-degree day. But in April in Ohio, you just literally never know. It could be snow, it could be rain, it could be sleet, it could be hail, it could be sun. We just got lucky with 83 degrees that day. We did our ceremony in a museum in a modern museum there in downtown Columbus. Way too pricey for us to do the reception there. So we did only the ceremony. We had like a three hour break. And then we did the reception at the Meridian Hotel in Short North, which was also sentimental to us. Why Austin, why is Short North sentimental to us? Because that's where we met and went on all our dates. Yeah, we'll go with that. All of our memories, all of our memories are in Short North. Yeah, so also I want to get into like we had this three-hour break. And first, like I thought it was a great move to have that break. I think that everyone gets to kind of like reset, mm-hmm. um, not just the bridal party, but like guests and everything too. But I think overall, like it was received really well. Yeah, I agree. I think... I mean, every wedding we've gone to has been a little different. Some have had breaks, some haven't. They all kind of, it just depends on what you want to do. You know, like we had the ability for everybody to be really close and be able to go back to the hotel and walk around Short North and explore. But, you know, we've been to friends' weddings where they're 
30 minutes outside the city at like beautiful venues where they can't do that. And both have been really nice. So I feel like everyone that we talked to, they actually appreciated being able to go back to their hotel rooms, touch with their makeup. Some people took naps, <laughs> like some people went out for drinks and then kind of like reset before the reception started. Also, people were lit by the time the reception started because a lot of people like went right out from the ceremony to go get drinks in Short North. So people had been drinking since like 3.30. So by the time the reception started at 6, people were buzzing around. Yeah, and apparently the cocktail hour, like they're apparently the bartenders are making the drinks pretty strong. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, people were, were feeling good by the time it started. I feel like I heard a lot of that in received mode post-wedding people were like like all kinds of groups not just one group of people they're like your bartender was intense like your specialty drink was supposed to be an old-fashioned and people said it was like a legit shot of bourbon like they were or they were taking it like shots of bourbon yeah yeah (laughs) those were being passed around and the bartenders were also going so they were ready to have a good old time but one thing i do want to talk about during that break so I had orchestrated this whole plan to like incorporate a party bus. Obviously, a lot of people do that, but sentimental to us because we met on a party bus. So I didn't even like, I literally didn't worry about pictures. And you didn't, I mean, you'd never worry about pictures. You don't care about pictures. But I didn't worry about pictures of the groomsmen before the ceremony because I had allocated this three-hour window to take all of our pictures. And so before... I took some snapshots with bridesmaids like in an alley, like nothing gorgeous. You know, I was just like, oh, whatever. Like we'll get photos after the wedding. And then same with my bridal portraits. I was planning. I took some before, you know, before the wedding. But really like that three hour window between ceremony and reception, that was going to be photo photo time. And my master plan was we were going to drive to the Ohio State Courthouse first really beautiful monuments, very classic, very chic. And then we were going to drive to down or like the Scioto Mile that has a skyline view. And then we were going to drive to Short North and end at a bar, which we were planning on going to Standard Hall, which is where you and I actually first connected. So although like very aggressive, definitely possible um, in a three hour window, Average 30 minutes per spot, take photos, maybe 45 in one spot. But like Columbus is so tiny that like the transit time wasn't going to be a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, we thought it would work. And (laughs) And then. (laughs) And then it, well, it was 80 degrees one. So just so everyone knows, it's just, I don't know why, but I feel like 80 degrees. Obviously you're in like suits or tuxes or whatever you're in, but it's like just feels way worse I feel like than a normal day because I feel like everybody's running around too and you're just like you just like get hot way faster so super hot day party bus had not ran like our party bus company apparently wasn't like the buses had not ran in heat in what six months so they just like the bus we got the AC broke while the driver was in route in the back of the bus somehow so the bus was super hot which added on to it completely derailed our plan but it were it worked out we basically like the bus picked us up we didn't realize how hot it was yet yeah. and then we went to the first stop at the ohio state house all unloaded we were like oh like it's pretty warm but you know whatever unloaded started taking pictures that was you know stop one of three and even then like i was honestly already over photos it's so hard like I talked about this in previous podcasts but I don't know like I'm the photo queen photographer model like I love photos but you just like want to party with your friends and like have a good time and I was so ready to just like hang out with you and have a white claw and kick it so I was not in the mood to take pictures but then we got on the bus and it was like 92 or like something insane and everyone was sweating their faces off my friends were sticking white claws down their dresses like like they literally had like two white claws in their bra like trying to like stay cold so we started driving around a little bit and then finally I like looked around no one was vibing no one was dancing everyone was sitting breathing heavy 
And I just like made the call. I was like, okay, we're going to get off the bus. And your groomsmen, specifically Blake, was like, what? And I was like, we're like, it's not worth it. Like, no one's having fun. It's not worth being married to your plan because it's exactly what you envisioned for your wedding day and like sacrificing a good time. You know, like, it's just such a quick day. I didn't want to spend any of it at any point being miserable. So we pulled the, we, I looked out the window, we, there was a dive bar, you know, next to our venue. And I was like, everyone get off the bus. We're going into Bernard's. And everyone was like, wait, what? I was like, going into Bernard's. And so we went into this place. It was empty as can be. And I think like, was it Paul that ordered 21 tequila shots? Yeah. Well, it was two. Yeah. Paul and then Matt. It's always Paul and Matt. Yeah. They, they ordered a couple rounds, but it, that it actually ended up being like one of our favorite things because one, everybody like was able to like, there was AC. So everybody like felt way better when we were in there. We were able to, it actually really worked out. Like everybody had a blast. It was just us in there. So we were able to just like hang out and have fun. It ended up being one of our like favorite parts of the day. And then I was, we were, I was actually able to make cocktail hour for a little, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. I've talked about that before. I'm so bummed I didn't make it. Um, So that was kind of like, I feel like that, you know, kind of reset the day for those of you guys who maybe didn't catch up on social or didn't listen to previous podcasts. Like that was a general outline of how things went. Obviously had the reception, had the after party. But I want to get into some like specifics before I answer some of your questions. I asked you guys after the wedding to submit some questions. We never answered them because we never recorded a post-wedding podcast. But I do have a couple questions of my own. Babes, when you think back to wedding day, at any point, did you were you nervous? Like not necessarily cold feet. Did you have cold feet or were you nervous at all? Super cold feet. <laughs> Stop. But put some tennis shoes on those feet. Um, I think I honestly didn't even get like a little bit nervous until, you know, like when you wake up, you're obviously the only thing you're worried about is like forgetting like something like on your tux or something like that. But the day itself didn't make me nervous probably until 15 minutes before we were like supposed to get ready and start walking down the aisle. I think I got a little nervous. Why? Just because you like don't. You know what I mean? Like you're up there, you haven't really done the vows or anything. Like you do like a very dry run, but you haven't done everything yet. So yeah, I, I mean, I obviously didn't hear your vows beforehand. Well, yeah. So, but then by by the time like we, I walked up there and everything, it was fine. So, and I think we did like I I did a every when you walk up like every groomsman came up and we all did some sort of handshake, which I think made it fun and light. So. I'm so sad I didn't see that. Like I'm bummed our videographer didn't get that. It was, I feel like that was so cute. I heard it. You told me after you were like, yeah, all the groomsmen like dabbed or did a handshake or something. Yeah, we you got to do that. It's funny. It's funny and it makes it like light. And then from there, I mean, so yeah, that that was it. Yeah, I wasn't nervous. Oh man, I have a lot of things I want to unpack there. I wasn't nervous. I was honestly like completely at peace with everything, like totally at peace. I mean, one, I knew I was marrying the right person. That definitely helps. <laughs> um, but I'd say like up to that point, I really kind of tapped into like something silly, but like pageant training and like other things that you do to like mentally prepare for a big competition. You do so much visualization and planning and prepping leading up to it that when you get to the event, you're not stressed. And up to that point, I had spent so many months planning, organizing, checklists, visualized. I had thought of like everything I possibly could have. So then I promised myself, and I'm really proud that I did this. I promised myself that by the time I went to the rehearsal dinner from that point, I wouldn't stress. And I really like, I think everyone around me, including my best friends, like they could see a difference in me. Like I just released all of that stress. Like you don't want to be stressed on your wedding day. That's that's not what you're there for. Like you're truly there to have a good time after it's all said and done. So I was truly at peace. And then the day of the wedding, I was like, okay. Like whatever happens from this point, it's going to be part of our story. So even like the bus breaking down or 
one of my bridesmaids, one of your groomsmen, Blake, his tux was like three times the size that he ordered. And, and so like while I was getting my makeup done, I guess Cassie got a text from him and he, she was like, he looked insane. Like his tux jacket was like four times the size of his body. And he was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty big. He luckily got a new one, but yeah. if anybody's, if you're a basketball fan, look up like the old drafts from the nineties in the everybody's suit in the, in the <laughs> old basketball drafts in the nineties are huge. So that's what we, we were sending in the group chat. Yeah. That's Cassie was like, I didn't show you cause I didn't want you to stress out about it. But like there were all these things happening, you know, you couldn't get your bow tie on apparently like, you know, my mom's makeup took a, a long, 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 long time. But I was just like, you know what? Like, it's all going to work out. It's all going to be part of the story. Whatever happens is like part of this day. I think that eliminated a lot of my nerves. And then I really wasn't nervous until right before I got ready to walk down the aisle. And then I just took like a really, really deep breath. And I remember telling myself like, remember this moment, remember this moment, remember this moment, like core memory, be present so when I took that turn and I saw you down the aisle, I remember it so vividly, the best moment of my life, like looking down and seeing, and I broke down like a little baby, but I like, I truly was like, I wasn't nervous. I was like present. And I think that that helped a lot. Yeah, definitely. Kel's a little bit of a crier, so. No, <laughs> I'm very emotional these days. I don't know. What is it? The late, I feel like ever since I met you, I'm just an emotional little baby all the time. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. Favorite moments, though, before we get into the questions, like off the noggin, favorite moments of that day. We talked about the party bus. I ended up becoming one of my favorite memories. Yeah. Actually, even right now, we're recording this episode in our bedroom. And like the picture I have framed of all photos in our room, the only wedding photo I have is the one framed of the bridal party at Bernard's with 20 tequila shots in front of us. Like yeah. unplanned beautiful moment. I'm happy that we had, but we did also plan for 10 minutes. This was a recommendation from followers. 10 minutes immediately after the ceremony concluded to be alone. Mm -hmm. And I really loved that. Yeah, definitely. I, that was, I mean, we already went through some of the favorite moments, including that. I think, am I going through my favorite moments? No, we didn't talk about the 10 minutes we took. Oh, yeah, that's true. That was definitely a good moment. You definitely got to do that. And honestly, I feel like it's just nice to like sit there, breathe and like chat a little bit and like not worry about anything for and be with your new wife. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. You didn't let me finish my sentence. Okay, well, you get there faster. <laughs> so Yeah, just good to like sit there right after the ceremony and with your new wife and chat and have like 10 minutes just to like be with each other and relax. Like I said, I'll get into questions in a second, but one of the questions is from Jackie. She submitted, what did you talk about the 10 minutes you were alone? Jackie was so bummed she couldn't be a part of the 10 minutes because I was like, no one, no one can be in the room. No one can be outside of the room. Like even my like sweet parents were like, we'll be outside the door. I was like, no, like this is our time to be just us together no interruptions and so our sweet wedding planner like knocked on the door like after the 10 minutes was over but I remember just being there sitting with you on the bench in that room and you were just like you know I love you and like this was so, so amazing and we kind of just like relished in that for 10 minutes which was really really great yeah definitely I honestly I feel like the whole wedding day is like you pull an all-nighter to cram for an exam you haven't studied for once because you barely remember <laughs> yeah, but study for. I hope that two and a half years of being together at that point was enough. Three years. I don't even know how long we were together before then. I know. You just have so many, like, you have so many conversations with so many people over that, you know, starting Friday night, ending, you know, Saturday night, like from the welcome party to the end of the ceremony, like all blends together. It's almost it's hard to remember what you talked about with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. Hey, well, I think I want to get into some of the questions because I think your responses are going to be really, really funny. So, okay. First question is, uh, Ooh, actually I just want to kick it off with this one. Cause I think it's funny. This is from Trisha a something that was a waste of money for the wedding. What would you say versus what would I say? Oh, um, try to think a waste of money. This sounds so bad, but I had regrets 
on not spending more money. (laughs) Because when I like look back at it, there were certain things like I wish I had done a second dress, Mm -hmm. which I've talked about a lot on previous podcasts. But I was like, oh, like that's a thousand dollars I don't need to spend. Should have done it. Plain and simple. Regret to this day not doing a second outfit change. Um, I also wish I had paid for a makeup touch-up. Huge regret. Cried all my makeup off within 30 minutes. Like, what an idiot I am. I didn't do that. I can't believe I didn't do that. And then I also would say, like, we ended up spending a lot more money. And I guess this is a regret in making our venue at the hotel, like, look nicer. Yeah. We spent all, we upgraded the chairs, we upgraded the linens, we upgraded all the flowers, we put drapery on the walls, we did up lighting. Like we spent a lot of money to dress up the ballroom. And in hindsight, I wish we had probably gone with a venue, hopefully still downtown short north, but like didn't need to spend yeah. all that money to make it look nicer. Mm-hmm. Because even mm-hmm. though we saved by booking that venue initially, because it included food and bar and tables and chairs. Yeah. We spent so much money trying to make it look nicer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. I'll go a different route and tell you what wasn't a waste of money. <laughs> no, they want to know what's a waste of money. There's nothing that comes to mind that I think we like wasted money on. It really isn't. I mean, I think honestly, what we really like music and drinks and stuff. We extended the bar, which I think was a really good move. We only close like a lot of people close it for an hour. We literally closed it for 30 minutes. And I don't even know if people noticed that because it was kind of during that like beginning period where everybody's sitting down and speeches are going on. So no one's really getting up anyways um, and dances. So that's really the only time. We had the bar open like the entire time. And we extended it later at night. So that's not a regret at all. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's like the number. I think if anything, don't be afraid on that. Like you spend money. yeah. Yeah. Well, we knew our clientele. We knew our audience. Right. They like they're all they're really gonna want to yeah. party. Well, I guess I'll put it this way. I, I think hors d'oeuvres are great, but people oh. care more about the bar. So, like, if you're gonna, don't worry about like spending all this money on hors d'oeuvres because you're gonna have a dinner. I mean, definitely have them. I think, but you don't need to go over the top with those because in reality, people care more about the bar and you're gonna have dinner. Anyway. I think we did a we did a really good job not wasting money. Our d'oeuvres were like an extra grand. We didn't do them. We put that into an extra hour of the bar. And then we also like went with a pretty basic food package because no one really cares about the food as long as it's like edible. Um, And then also we didn't spend a lot of money on, oh, I know what I regret spending money on, party favors. You don't need to do party favors. The coffee beans, as cute as they were, like, I literally did it as like, you know, a detail. We love coffee. I love coffee. But I paid for like 200 little baggies of coffee. I think 30 of them were gone. Yeah. 30. And then I also paid for little like Dale cookies to go with the coffee. Um, another, you know, 150 bucks. I didn't even see them. Like people saw them. I didn't. I never saw them once. I got a like photo of them and that was it. Oh, I'm thinking of another thing too. I paid a lot of money. I paid like $600 for all the signs, the seating chart and the table numbers and the welcome to our bar and sign our guest book. Like all of that I paid to have done on Etsy. You don't need to have like, it looked nice, but for what we paid, I should have just like DIY'd the seating chart or you know what I mean? Like there were other options than paying for that $400 seating chart. It's now sitting in your closet at home. I'd say that in like all the little details, I like the little like bridesmaids robes and the groomsmen's gift and like all that, just like don't spend a ton of money on it. Cause you think it's going to end up in photos. We got some photos of it, but I mean, they didn't end up in like our photo book or our photo albums or anything like that. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Last thing is spend more money on late night snacks. Oh, yeah. Our late night snacks went in like 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Okay. Next question. This one's for me. Actually, kind of for you. From Hurricane Zoe. Did your feet hurt at the end of the night? Did you take off your shoes or change? We both did. My feet hurt within 30 minutes. I paid hella money for those Versace shoes and they were 
painful. And I didn't want to scuff them up, so I didn't really break them, break them in beforehand. So you and I both changed into tennis shoes, which was a smart move. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, my feet didn't really hurt, but <laughs> I think they may, they probably would have if I was like dancing all night in dress shoes, but we changed pretty much right as the reception started and uh, I changed into Nikes. Yeah, they look so good on you. Up next from Izzy Gal 23 what Navy traditions did you include in the wedding ceremony and reception? Yeah, we did a sword arch, which was really beautiful. A lot of Austin's friends and family being from Ohio, they'd never seen that before. So that was really cool. And then the same people who did the sword arch were our ushers. So they ushered in uniform and were in the photos and whatnot. And like, I think that was a unique touch because when guests arrived, they were greeted by like our friends that were in uniform. And then we did the cake cutting with the sword. Yeah. Just a wedding cake cutting with the sword and that. Side note on the cake note, super regret not putting the cake on the dance floor to start. So when guests walk in, it's like a centerpiece and they can see it. And then you can move the cake to the side after. Mm -hmm. But our cake was to the side the entire time. And our cake was stunning. The most beautiful cake I've ever seen in my entire life. It was half Ohio State themed, half like pearl bridal themed. And no one saw it. And so I hate that we didn't, we like an oversight was we didn't just put the cake in the center for like guests to like look at first and be like, oh, wow, that's so beautiful. Like, oh, I'm so bummed about that. But we did do the the sword cutting, which was cute. Yeah. Okay, Austin, question for you. Um, who cried at the altar? From Marisa. You. <laughs> and? I got like teary-eyed, yeah. You got teary-eyed. <laughs> you definitely got teary-eyed. I, I have photos of you wiping your eyes. Uh <laughs> On the record, Austin, don't lie. All right, fine. I got teary-eyed, but we're talking like bawling, crying. Kelly took the cake. I did. That's why I needed a makeup touch-up. Still bumming about that. All right, next question. Ooh, from Aerospace.Amy, favorite foods on the big day? Favorite foods, the late-night sliders. Oh, yeah. And? And the fries. And? The milkshake, the mini milkshake shots. Yeah, I think honestly, you know, you you go to your tasting and, and the tasting's great, and the, but the food I feel like tastes better during the tasting, and you kind of are like, oh wow, this is going to be incredible. They but, definitely give you like the good food during the tasting. Well, and they also just like, understandably, they have to like mass produce hundreds of plates, so I mean they have to make a ton of food. So in reality, the food just I think no matter where you go is just there. It's good. No one, you know, it doesn't need to be great because people just like to eat. But I think the late night snacks are always so good because those are just like what you expect, like mini sliders or fries or milkshakes or whatever that may be. And people love that. So You got to have the late night snacks. You got to have for a second wind. And they have to be served. This is so strategic and smart. They have to be served. Say your wedding ends at 11, you need to roll those bad boys out at like 9.30. I think that's what we did. Mm -hmm. Because you need a second wind to keep the night going. If you wait too late for the late night night snacks, people are already leaving. Because we went to a wedding where they served them at 10, the final hour. You and I had already left because we were dying and we needed food. And then we saw pictures and we were like, dang it. Like there were late night snacks. If dinner served at like 6 or 5.30, you need the late night snacks like two and a half, three hours later. Because people are sweating, they're dancing, they're drunk, they need food. Yep. And then just make sure everyone knows where the coffee is. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. And I had coffee service the entire time for us. Okay, next up, what was something that you made sure was part of your day from trying to style past 30? Well, this is going to be one of my, a part of my favorite moments. Um, and I don't know if we're still doing more favorite moments, but one of my favorite moments is going to be the, I sent a list of 10 songs. Yes, you did. And asked the DJ to play them at the end of the night, like those 10 songs. And just was like, hey, you can just play them in order. Here's the 10 songs. And so. Absolute bangers. DM Austin right now if you want to have the most lit wedding ever. The last 10 songs of the night were so incredible. Well, you, this is my advice. Don't DM me, but... <laughs> <laughs> DM Austin at Austin underscore Sprocky. The last 10 songs we picked were ones that like, you know, were special to us and then our friends that we just all like, that we just, you know, every single time we like are at a, ha- a happy hour or a 
not a happy hour, but like a pregame or a party or on a party bus. Like yeah. those were 10 songs that I feel like we always played at some point during those party buses and those, in those times together. So have those 10 songs so you can all just, and honestly, at that point, like you don't need to worry about pleasing everybody else. Right. Cause you, you obviously like for the wedding, you want to have good music that every age range is going to love, which is great. But those last 10, just make sure they're like part of what you want in your friends group. And you know, what we haven't talked about for a favorite memory this is like seven people asked what our favorite memory is. So we should dive into a couple of those. Um, we did a last dance. Yeah. We did a last dance. I still have not seen a single photo or video or anything from that. Um, it, it, did, it did happen. We did have a last dance, but everyone left to go get ready for, you know, the after party slash the send off. Mm-hmm. And so everyone left the venue. We were in the ballroom alone, just the two of us. And one of the songs that's most special to us is the I Love You Baby remix. Mm -hmm. I forget who it's by. It's like, I love you, baby. But it's the like new one. It's like the soft spoken one. That's one of our songs. We played that, just the two of us. And like, even though I've yet to see like any video or photo proof of that moment, which I'd love to dig up and find, that was, I remember just like you holding me. And I remember breaking down into tears, obviously, because I cry a ton. Um, but I just, like, thanked you for the best day of my life. That was a really special moment, just the two of us, which we kind of forget about. Because yeah. it's not, like, in our photo books. It's not in our wedding video. We haven't seen any proof of it, but we do have the memory of it. That was really, really great, too. So that was one of my favorite moments also. I agree. I think that... It was a great way to like, again, take a little break with each other and um, hang out. So it definitely like you, it's a big day, but like, don't be afraid to be selfish on your wedding day. Mm -hmm. We drew a lot of boundaries early on of, you know, we want to do this. We want to spend time here. We want to have 10 minutes alone. Like we carved out that time here and there to spend time with each other. And I'm I'm so happy that we did that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Getting into the last few questions. Would you have changed anything? I think we we already yeah. talked about it. Yeah. And I've kind of blabbed on. I did a whole podcast on Biggest Wedding Regrets yeah. also. Let's see. Any other final questions? So one is, how does being married feel? Does it feel any different than dating from Nikki Unleashed? Nikki Unleashed. <laughs> We're going to change your Instagram handle to Austin Unleashed. Uh-huh. I might. <laughs> but we... Uh... Nothing really. Honestly, I like when people ask me this, I feel like I tell them that the, I felt like it changed when we got engaged. Yeah. Because sure. that's the first time that everybody is like really excited for you. And, uh, you know, it like gets more serious because then you're planning for the wedding and you're like, but the engagement is kind of already like that commitment, you know? Yeah. Um, and if you're, if you're like confident, like we were, we weren't really worried about like the engagement going bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I feel like the engagement was the big change. And then when we got married, it just kind of like felt like an extension of that. I completely agree with you, sweetie. And I know we've talked about that before. Um, engagement totally different. I mean, it like was a switch that flipped. Mm-hmm. I see the only thing really for a married life, it took like two seconds for me to get used to calling you my husband, but it really didn't take that long. Um, now, I mean, the first couple of months were kind of like, life (laughs) he takes like a second for you to adjust but the weirdest part for me has been my name Uh, that's still weird to me just today i was typing up an email and i did kelly.hall and i'm like delete like kelly.sabraki it's it takes a second when i'm introducing myself to people i'll be like lieutenant sabraki instead of lieutenant hall that's really been it. And it feels so official when you change your name. Like we are legit the Sabrakis. But you know what's also kind of cool is we get to define what that is. Like what is the Sabrakis? Like we are our own rendition of the Sabrakis. We get to create our own family, um, you know, build that that brand, if you will, like ourselves, which is super fun. I think that's all I have for questions Let's see who cried at the altar. No, no, no. These were all, these were all great. Um, you know, we, if you guys follow us on social media, you all know we did a honeymoon. Uh, we went to Greece. We did a cruise, which we loved. There was no stress. It was all inclusive, all taken care of. 
we woke up in a different country every single day or a different city every single day, um, which was a ton of fun. So overall, yeah, that was the wedding, post-wedding. Oh, favorite memory, crowd surfing. I almost didn't talk about it. We both crowd surfed at our wedding. And I have to say there has to come to a point where, and I definitely got to this point like when the party bus broke down and all that happened, I tossed everything I envisioned like out the window. Mm -hmm. I stopped caring about how perfect my hair looked, how perfect my makeup looked, how perfect our portraits were, everything being like, I just literally wanted to be in the moment. And that's why I didn't bustle my dress because my hair, I did a hair flip and it took so long. I was like, I'm not even spending 10 more minutes bustling my dress. Like I was over it. Um, Like I said, my makeup needed to be touched up, whatever. I'm super sweaty and look disgusting in my reception photos. But there just comes to a point where you have to release this like Pinterest perfect idea of the wedding that you want to have and just live. Because when's the last time you were out and had the best night of your life and you were like, wow, I looked perfect. That like literally probably doesn't coincide. So you and I like both, we just lived and our friends were like we're gonna throw you up in the air do you want to crowd surf and I was like yes and we both crowd surfed and I did the splits and we did dance-offs and our friends were out on the dance floor getting it it was a great old time so any final thoughts on the wedding before we get into 2023 goals and everything else no no more thoughts just yeah like you said just you know, make sure you're spending it with the the people you love and don't get stressed about anything. And just if you got to change plans, change plans and everyone's going to be there for you and have fun. So just remember to do that and have fun. And I love you. I love you too. <laughs> All right. Um, so that concludes our portion of the wedding recap. Again, biggest moment, obviously, of our lives so far. For me, the proposal comes closely to that day. But that was the biggest thing that happened this year. We're going to dive into some questions with Kelly and Austin uh, to wrap up the podcast. But I just want to say thanks, guys, for listening. This honestly was more of a a walk down memory lane for me and a time capsule that I wanted to have. So if you listen to all of this, thanks so much. But just want to say also thank you, Austin, for giving this to me. I wouldn't have been a bride without you. And you made this all easy because I knew I had the right man. I knew that this was going to be the most wonderful day. You eliminated any concern or thought or worry because I knew that I had you down the aisle. So even now... You know, looking back at our wedding, like your wedding is truly one day, but I get to spend the rest of my life with you, which is pretty remarkable. I love you. Okay, we're going to get into some questions now. Austin's preparing questions with Austin. I'm passing the mic over to you, and we're going to be talking about 2023. Okay, Mr. Understood. (laughs) All right, so... Biggest moments or moment of 2022? I mean, we did talk about the biggest <laughs> moment of 2022. But now you can see why I was confused. I can also say biggest moments this year, my bachelorette party, freaking blast. Shout out Jackie. The best time ever in Miami. Following that, uh, I had a great time planning my wedding with my parents. We went out to Columbus and my dress fitting. Obviously, our wedding our two best friends got married. Um, we had two back-to-back weddings for our best friends. That was incredible. Our honeymoon was a joy. So quick, but it was a joy. And then, um, you know, I had a lot of career milestones. My goals for this year were to enroll in my MBA, which I did. And I just finished my first class. So very proud of that. Also to obtain my command qualification. So I got qualified to be a commanding officer. Which is pretty insane. Um, achieved that. And a goal that I didn't reach. Oh, a goal, personal goal was to double my following. At the time I had 30,000 followers. I wanted to achieve 60,000 and I achieved 90,000. So that's pretty cool. Um, the only goal I didn't achieve was I wanted to hit 100 episodes this year. And I think I'm going to round up the year at about 90-ish. This might be 90. Um, might be just shy of 90. But yeah, so I feel pretty proud of of the year it's been pretty incredible yeah a big year definitely for 
2022 for both of us. So always exciting. Kelly's accomplished a lot of things. So super proud of her for that. Thanks, baby. All right. Now we go on to the plan for the podcast in 2023. Okay. So the question is, what's my plan for the podcast in 2023? <laughs> yeah. You can see why Austin's not Mr. Understood host. You got you to gotta keep the, the queen in the throne. Um. Big plans for the podcast in 2023. I think I'm going to get more of my life back, my time back. I'm going to be switching roles in the Navy. We're going to hit 100 episodes. I'm only, you know, 10-ish episodes away from that. I'd love to hit 120 episodes in season four, which would be great. I really have a great idea of like what you guys want to hear now and, you know, what your favorite episodes are. I really like the tell-alls and the more I share, the better as transparent and hard as it can be sometimes to share so much about your life publicly, you guys appreciate it more. And I realize that you guys really need that mentorship. So really just more authenticity and transparency and hopefully more creative topics in 2023. Perfect. Everything that Kelly uh, says is going to be recorded and live for the world. So she has to stick to every plan or people are going to know she didn't accomplish her goals. I know (laughs) the pressure. So with that being said, we are going to move on. Kelly already mentioned a few goals, but what are the rest of your goals for 2023? Mm, I haven't mapped out my my massive plan for 2023 yet. You and I need to make a medicine bowl and sit over a hot cup of tea next week, talk about our plans. Like I said, I, I plan to achieve 100 episodes. Um, I plan to achieve 100,000 following on Instagram. You know what I'd love to do is I'd love to just super random, but obviously my ultimate goal in life is to be a morning show host on TV at Kelly and Ryan Live. We'll see. Taking that job someday. But um, I want to get back into like emceeing. I emceed a couple of pageants back in Ohio and like that was super fun. I'd love to kind of get back into that space somehow of like emceeing because that's a really good experience for me. And then with my podcast, get more practice interviewing and kind of building that brand. I also am going to get hopefully back into the scene of modeling. I've already reached out to my agent. My agent's back in Ohio, but I asked him to kind of set up some calls for me here in Chicago. So hopefully next year when my calendar frees up a little bit, I can start doing some casting calls, which would be great. Yeah. Also physically, when I get back in shape, I've really, really lost sight of like that fierce competitive side of fitness for me. And I'd love to get back into it. Potentially even submit for Sports Illustrated. Ah, I don't know. It's scary just even saying that. But, you know, if I do anything, I don't want to do it halfway. I'd really love to be the first active duty Navy person, not just officer, but person in the magazine. That would be incredible. So really just focusing on my brand, building that and kind of controlling what I can control and nurturing that, which would be really exciting. So and I want to travel more with you. We already have some trips planned, which is really exciting. Yeah, I think I have more work goals than personal goals. So, well, those were all kind of work-ish yeah. goals for me. But my personal goals really is to just chill. Well, I think you uh, do that plenty. So, good job. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, those are those are great goals. Medicine ball, by the way, at Starbucks is fire. Fire. But last question before we jump off is our goals for as a couple for the new year. I think you mentioned one of them, just us taking, you know, why we still can, right? Yeah, we're not we, like dying, by the way. <laughs> I meant, well, you while gotta, we still can. You had to let me finish that. While we, you know, because we obviously one day want to start a family and maybe get another dog. So life's going to get crazy. But uh, so while we can travel, I think we already have some trips planned, which we're pumped about uh, for the new year. First one, you know, we're actually going to Florida next week for a wedding another one of our our best friends getting married we're super pumped for that and then mexico in the new year florida in the new year again so we have a lot of weddings coming up and but we're we're excited for so traveling yeah and then i i think also we potentially want to buy a home but military life you never know what that's going to look like so we're continuing to save for a home which i'm really proud of us you know financially that's that's a big goal of ours is just to keep tucking that money away every single month um while still spending money to live and have make memories and do fun things and then you know keep strengthening our marriage and focusing on us and spending that quality time together actually I can't even believe I didn't say this 
I mentioned this on a couple other podcasts, but one of my biggest goals for this year is to say no more. I want to say no more. I want to be, I want to have more downtime and I want to have more downtime to make memories here in Chicago and memories with you and not be so booked up. Because I think when I'm booked up, I'm definitely more stressed. We don't get to do as, as much together. And I think it's, you know, better for our marriage if we're a little bit more free. So I think that's one of our big goals too. Last question is for me. Is there a word that you're bringing into next year? One word. I have to think on this a little bit more. I think mine is truly like present. Just being present. Mm -hmm. This year I was in survival mode. Just the next thing, the next thing to the next thing. I remember at one point when I was in Tulum for my friend's bachelorette party, I like didn't even feel like I was in Tulum. The weekend came. I was on a plane to Mexico. Didn't feel like I was on a plane to Mexico. Felt like I was on a plane to another business trip. I was there, soaked in the views for like what felt like 20 seconds, and then I was leaving. And I didn't have time to just like soak any of that experience in. Mm -hmm. And that's how it feels like a lot of these – anytime I do like our wedding, I was present. I was truly happy. It's truly like elated and happy and just – and that doesn't have to say like – you don't have to put your phones away every single time. You don't have to stop recording social media posts. Like I think you can do all that and still being present. But like when you overbook yourself, you're not soaking in those little moments in between. Mm-hmm. So I think present is what I'm going to work on. What about you, sweetie? Uh, yeah, present's great. I'm going to – I love that. I think I'm just going to go with uh, to be like being curious. Okay, Ted Lasso, expand. <laughs> it is. It is. I did steal that from Ted Lasso. Be curious, not judgmental. Great show. But the curious side of it is just, you know, be curious to meet more people and do more things and try new things and new adventures and go new places. I love doing that with you. That's my favorite thing to do with you. Our favorite thing as a couple is to like go on adventures, which could be like down the street or, you know, on a different state or a different country. But I love when we do new things. So. Cheers to doing new things in 2023, sweetie. I love you. Love you. Thanks for being on the show. Wow, you recorded three episodes with me this month. You're Whoa. amazing. That's already my quota for 2023. <laughs> I probably won't bother you for a while, but thanks for being here. Cheers to the Sabrakis. It's been a big year. Excited for another one with you, honey. Peace. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Misunderstood Podcast. I love hearing from you guys. And I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag at misunderstood.podcast on Instagram and share a takeaway from today's episode. Something you loved, something you wanted more of, whatever it is, it helps me learn what you guys want to hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify. I want to give a special shout out to my friends at Hatch for producing this episode. If you're looking to launch a podcast or if you already have one, you can get unlimited podcast editing by visiting usehatch.fm. That's usehatch.fm. Thanks so much, guys. Until next week, this is your misunderstood Kelly Hall. The views and opinions presented here in this episode are those of myself and do not necessarily represent the views of the DOD or its components. Appearance of or reference to any commercial products or services does not constitute DOD endorsement and those products or services. The appearance of external hyperlinks does not constitute DND endorsement of the linked websites or of the information, products, or services therein.